2020 vision, 2020 hindsight, 2020 the year of the virus. Park all that, it's Don't Thread Me With A Good Times 20th episode. You're more of a 60 Minutes man. No, Fair Go. Oh, with Kevin, what's his name? Kevin, Kevin Bloody Bridges? No. Kevin someone. He does what's the, the what? carpet mill ads. Oh, what was the crooked, remember on Fair Go, the plumbers that used to sniff the undies? And tugging them and shit? <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that is in a pretty inappropriate what to would start, be the to most, start the what, way. What would be the most horrendous thing to get caught doing on Fair Go? And we've got this electrician here, and you can see he's picking his nose. Yeah, we've got see. him, and all the alarms come off like Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. That's a crack up show. Yeah. Obviously, the subject isn't funny. It's, I, like, I always love how the guys just say, There's cops outside, isn't there? Of course, there is. So you know you're a pedophile. Or people just show up with all types of like depraved, you know, like sexual chat logs and candy and other naughty things and they're like I had no intention of doing anything sexual I was like sir you've got a box of condoms there so you have a raging erection <laughs> and you're completely nude <laughs> yeah it's um yeah it's a classic one um <laughs> probably the worst thing to get caught doing on that would be I feel like it would be gross to know someone had had their just hands in your food oh yeah just getting their fingers in the margie or something it's like I went out for lunch one day this week and um I just saw the chef sitting in the restaurant having like a chef's meeting beforehand and I know it sounds mean but he just looked unhygienic and he Who just chefs? the chef the chef in particular did well they always ha- I feel like the worst thing to handle with your hands is like a like a pasta like yeah. a linguine and you're just picking it up and all the oils soaking in with your hand oil and, and you, you, you know, can't trust someone's ha- mate I know you probably know as well, being a gentleman, that in the toilet, uh, in the fuddy paku, not a lot, a lot of guys don't wash their nah. hands. And also as well, I go so far. I actually wash my penis in the sink. There you go. Yeah, the, I just um, go the full Monty. Eh? The hair hat that chefs wear, the little hat and the neck scarves and stuff, it doesn't fulfil the like its purpose if you've got mangy hair seeping out the sides of it, and that's well, you, what this gentleman had. Well, the thing is, you've got to hide your little mouse. Yep. who's pulling your hair and making you do things like on Ratatouille. There you go, yeah. But what's with the little kerchief? I think it's sweet. Oh, see. Stop sweet. But I mean, and also, you you think of, <laughs> let me just set a scene for you. Yeah. You're Please do. You're cooking at your residence. How many times do you pick up like a dirty tea towel that's used for wiping the knives and wiping all the things or a spoon that's trialling in every pot? I feel like that's the same in kitchens. Yeah. Chefs will try, try it, put it in their mouth. Mm, sauces are right, put it down there and be like, should I need to... To try this sauce, pick up the same spoon in the mouth. You know, it's mm. not like it's not a very massively forced ste- like sterile operation. So, well, some are, yeah, but then again, some aren't. I feel like some of the lower end establishments and maybe higher as well. We Often name- where I haunt. What's that? The lower end. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I don't frequent anywhere else. But you know, like oh fuck it, they're paying fifteen bucks. Yeah, I'll just, you know, we're out of the toilet paper. I'll just use this tagly tally. I'll just use this. Um, Tortilla, Florette, <laughs> and just, it'll be, yeah, but but an Italia in there. 
20 years old. 20 episodes old, sorry. Yeah. What else can you do at 20? You said casino? You can buy lotto tickets in Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. But you can't drink. Fair enough. And smokes in Canada. That's good. You can, um, obviously we said gamble. You're allowed to adopt a relative. Right. At 20. Why not 18? Why not when you're legally an adult? And why only a relative? Why do you need to adopt a relative? Do you become like a legal guardian? I guess so, yeah. But I guess, how old do you have to be to adopt a non-relative? Probably the same age. I'd imagine you just get your adoption license at that time, don't you? And I, I looked it up, and there's a few. Obviously, you can um can have a few beers and drive. Not too many, obviously. Right. But you can the blood alcohol limit goes from zero to, I don't know what you know like one's a bit. You can have like a standard and still drive I think legally. Six hundred milligrams. No, that's when you fail. Um, <laughs> don't yeah. okay. Don't 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 we'll take we'll stop. We'll just, yeah. I feel like we need a little legal disclaimer. But here's an interesting one. If you were adopted as a child, you can apply to births, deaths, and marriages, which sounds like a real interesting place to work, which is part of the government, and you can apply for your birth certificate to find the names of your birth parents. So that, at 20? Yep. I've, got, I've actually got quite an interesting story about adoption. Okay. I've just had some pretty serious news. Um, no, so I'm reading Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, at the moment. Is that his autobiography? Yeah, it's like a memoir. It's sort of like his life lessons, but an autobiography. It's a bloody good book, actually. Oh, the chapter's just like, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Do you know that was the first movie he'd ever, first seen any movie he'd ever been in, and that wasn't actually scripted to say that. So he and just... That, and that character was supposed to have a 30-second scene, and he ended up being one of the main characters in the movie. What movie? Wooderson. Uh, Days and Confused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tidy. But, so he had a brother, and he's got an older bro- biological brother, and he said... What do you want for your, I think it was his 16th birthday? And he said, I want a brother. And so instead of having one, Matthew McConaughey's parents, they're pretty different, just went out and adopted a kid. And like, right, here's your brother. We've got your younger brother. And was that Matthew? No, no, that's not Matthew. So Matthew came like 10 years later. He's quite a bit younger. Um, He's an accident. And apparently that was his mum's nickname for him, which is pretty cruel. (laughs) But on when his adopted brother, Pat, turned... I think 18, so like 10 years later, the parents said, look, you're 18, and they asked him every year on his birthday, would you like to go and meet your adoptive parents today because it's your birthday, and we don't want to, and he knew he was adopted and they were quite open about it. Every year he just said like, no, you're my mum and dad, you're my mum and dad, I don't want to know, I don't want to know. When he turned 18, they said, all right, every year we ask you, do you want to go and meet your adoptive parents? And he said, yes, I want to go. So his parents went, okay, got him in the car, drove him to the adoptive parents' house, or I've just both of them's house knew where they lived somehow and this guy Pat Matthew McConaughey's brother goes in comes out two minutes later and just sits in the car and they said you've done already he said yep um, I just noticed my hair's thinning a bit I just wanted to see if my biological dad was bald or not that's all he wanted that's to know that's all he said haven't seen him since oh, that's pretty hard cut. <laughs> yeah it's pretty classic eh? are you up to the bit in the autobiography where spoiler alert Matthew McConaughey's dad dies while having sex yeah yeah sounds yeah. like a pretty yeah. random family his dad used to like there's another thing with his older brother where his dad, they were working together and his dad said that he wanted to go rob one of the competitors. It was like just like outlaw Texas sort of shit. And the son's like, no, I've just got this massive client. I don't want to stuff this job. And his dad just cracks the brother in the face. The goes, adopted like, brother? No, no, that followed his older son, the regular brother, not adopted. And he goes, you're not a man. You can't, like, what are you going to stand up to your dad or stand up to your company? And the son the brother just jumps up for two by four and just wraps it around the dad's head and the dad just falls to the ground, gets up like blood pissing out of his face 
and just keeps storming towards the brother and the brother just cracks him across the face again with this, knocks him out cold. Two minutes later, the dad stands up and starts crying and just gives him a hug and said, I've never loved you more than that. Random. Super like violent upbringing, but like he reckons like he wouldn't change it for the world, eh? You hear random accounts of people that go through really bad trauma or really well, not like the, he said. His sorry to interrupt you. His mum and dad. He's like they weren't pricks. They were just hard, yeah, hard, hardened. tough, like Texan parents. And you look heaps ba- of love as well. You look back on that sort of thing and you appreciate. Like you think of those teachers at school that at the time you thought were absolute arseholes, but you actually get the best out of you when there's that perfect balance. Yeah. Obviously the two by four to the head and being that being your most proudest moments a little bit. Um, yeah, see I tried to do that to one of my teachers yeah. and just they didn't they didn't say they loved me afterwards. I went to a mate's thirtieth not that long ago and his dad got up and did a bit of a speech and um again sort of hardened country sort of people. And his dad said to the um gathering there my most proudest moment of your life is when you won the under-16 rugby game, rugby final in oh, Christchurch. 30th. There's and a, he's, there's got been two, a... he's got two granddaughters there. <laughs> it's kind of like... There's been a lot of achievements since then, you'd but hope. But it's, it's also a school rugby final. It's like, yes, under-16. They did win. And they beat Christ College, the arch-rivals. Well... I'm can starting you, to, can I'm, you blame him? I'm starting to change my tune, I don't actually. get what the point of the story is, Nick. It sounds like a beautiful speech. <laughs> sounds like he had, the mo- had it on the money, you know? <laughs> I'd almost say he should have said he's not proud of anything else he did. Yeah. that was It was only going to go downhill from there because it's impossible to re- reach those highs again. Some speeches are shocking, eh? Oh, yeah. You hear, and I don't like want to sound too much like the um, Christchurch wizard and be too sexist, but I'd like to say often, more often than not, in my personal experience... Oh, God. Here comes a super horrendous... Oh, no, keep going, It mate. comes with... Drunk girls. At 21st? Yes. Yeah. Oh. A lot of the time. Yeah, I feel I'm like, inclined to agree with you there, mate. Because I, I feel like, th- and just this is my sort of take on it, I guess, is I feel that people in an audience at an event expect a lot more from girls. If a, if a guy gets up there and he's pissed, everyone's like, oh, that's, that's Mickey. He's just a dumb, drunk rugby head anyway. Yeah. You know, like, well, of course he's going to say that. But is there anything worse than people that have high respect in the family who get up and then just say, just can completely not read the room, guy or girl, but yeah. in my personal experience, I've just seen it and they think it's funny and they don't know when to cut it oh, and you can just see it getting but worse it's not, and but, worse. But they're not worse. saying it super crudely. No. So like, there'll be like, like you Blatantly. said, like you said, Mickey, the stereotypical rugby who would go up and be effing and jeffing and jeering and Everyone's swearing Everyone's outraged around. by the and punchline, yeah. Yeah, yeah, people are just like, well, this guy's just like swearing up, but sometimes... Oh, I've just I've heard some shocking twenty first speeches. I've heard I'm sure I've given a few bad ones, but like some are just like because the thing is at twenty first, especially if they're in a venue, is the oldies always sit at the front so they can yep. hear, yeah, so they can hear properly. And then you've just got Tom, Dick, and Larry up with the microphone just spraying on about how oh bloody Mer- Myrtle's and... Myrtle's grandson was smoke and pee in the portal of electric have or something yeah exactly and not that i've got any mates who did that <laughs> sorry myrtle if you're listening <laughs> sorry, myrtle, but um yeah mickey <laughs> um yeah and just they start pointing out people they've slept with in rooms they've, oh, you know. just don't bring thing is if you want to embarrass the person who's 21st if you're really set on doing that the person who's having the 21st if they've been a bit of a loose unit in their time they can sort of be like okay well i have done this shit i've obviously i've been a bit of a larrikin in my day and you know if you're throwing a 21st you might get the speeches coming out but it's grabbing people and you you were there as well remember you were bloody Bringing shitting you your pants it. in the bush and it's just like oh do they do you put a lot more responsibility on the actual individual who's hosting the party that gives these people permission to talk is it kind of like well 
if you've given the person the free reign and they stuff it up, it's on you. Because well, I remember yeah. I got asked to speak at the first 21st of our group of mates, a um, real close group of friends. And I remember we actually wrote our speech, but we had to vet it to the guy first. Yeah. Because he had been a bit of a larrikin, harmful larrikin. But, um, harmful? Uh, unharmful. Uh, unha- harmless. Very, very harmful. Did some very Harm- dark was, shit. A no. harmful larrikin. I was like, Jeez, harmless. sounds like a harmless. Um, And so he actually just got us because... There's obviously some more conservative members of his family and things like that, but we were obviously never going to bury it into us mainly because he probably was a hard ass that would have beaten the shit out of us anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, he actually said to us, "Look, I want to know what what the topics are because things can go pretty pear shaped with some of the people here that don't did know just, about things." Did and, you just pull the wool over his eyes and just put the dummy speech forward and then just go and be like, "Well, I had this speech and just rip it in half in front of everyone." This is the one Ando asked me to do. Well, sorry, whoops, that's how it was. <laughs> and just uh, lighting it up uh, with a flame. But and you just pull it out, some like scrunched up piece of toilet paper out of your pocket. But there's a big difference between going up there and saying, um, you know. I got home to the flat and I was shocked to find he was in bed, was in bed by himself or to go in and be like, I was surprised to go in there and see that he was getting with so-and-so whose boyfriend was still in town. Yeah, or that's, like, you know, that's, like, I've just, there's been so many. It's just like, and they're, and they're not together anymore, but uh, she's here. Yeah, yeah, give us... And it's just like, oh, like, give us a wave. It's just when people have like a, I think being unorganised with a speech yeah. is really, really bad. Like, I, I mean, I've done a handful alcohol of for confidence. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just it's get just passed like, up and be like, right. Or when when everyone in the room gets it, but the speaker doesn't think that they've got it, so they're like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, he, he obviously slept with her. Yeah, like, like with yeah. his like with his dick. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. I've actually um, I've actually taken the mic off one of my mates at a twenty first before. Was it you? Was it your party? No, no, no. You put him under citizen's arrest. It wasn't my party. It was his brother's party. And you thought you've taken it on as a good... Were you outraged? Is that why you did it? Or uh, no, no. Did you feel he, the outrage in the He room? was just completely shit-faced and just had had, like, heaps to drink. And, yeah, heaps. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case, we, like we just said, we don't need to reiterate the point, but for those of you out there who didn't quite set the scene... Heaps. He was intoxicated. Yeah, of he alcohol. Was, he was over the he was over the point six. A he ten was, out of nine. He was over twenty though. But he just goes up and he's like, All of you guys don't know what it's like to be XXX's brother. Obviously said his name. None of you. Yes. Um this is my, and just was just so, uh, obviously wanted to say something and wanted to say a few words, but was just so pissed. I was at like a flat, so it wasn't that too much pressure. But just like was just wanking on about nothing for quite a long time. He strikes me as the kind of guy that would get you in a headlock when you were sober and yell in your ear. Yeah, not too bad. He was just super pissed up and just didn't have any plan and just ended up like rambling and just had a point but just couldn't work out how to get there. And thought that the audience really wanted him to speak. Just be like, right, I'll do one. Everyone's like, no one's requested that. And then after like five minutes, like just like too long. Um, everyone was sort of starting to like, okay, like starting to mill about and sort of get back into the, like, everyone started to like just sort of talk to each other and the party continued and I just went up and I was just like, give me that fucking mic, you fucking idiot. 
I'm just leave, leave it to the real pro. Say it into the mic. Yeah, no, I'm just, I just said, I was like, oh, yeah, give it up for... Yeah, get, yeah, get sit down. Don't come back to the family thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I just cut the cord. He's just got it plugged in. Just snip the cord on him, mate. Just leave him. Leave him. He can just keep talking over there. I'd be asking fine. the question, why the hell's he running a mic with the cord? Is he like Jim Carrey, <laughs> stand-up comedian from the 90s? He actually had the Britney Spears headset. Yeah. <laughs> the, the t- like the um, call centre, eh? Mr. Kennedy. The lights all shut off and just the spotlight came down and down from the sky came the silver microphone. The chrome mic. Mr. <laughs> That's enough. Get off the stage. Get out of here. Right, mate. That'd be the whole five minutes if yeah. you do it justice. Um, the worst one I've single-handedly heard, though, it wasn't at a 21st. It wasn't even at a birthday party. It was at a wedding. Oh, and so That's where you can't get crude. It was the bride of honour, yep. but she was the bride's sister. So the bride of the maid of honor. Maid of honor. I'm so that, so bride that, of honor. I'm so that's, with, so oh, that's like a bridesmaid who's married. No, incorrect. Oh. That is the best man's version as of a bridesmaid. But she's supposed to be married. Is and, that true? Yeah, the maid of honor is supposed to be married. Okay, well this person wasn't. Maybe she was. I don't know. We were at Sounds the like she wouldn't be after this story. And she just used it as an opportunity to just tear into the groom. Uh, obviously like it's a, a wedding for god's sake yeah and obviously a bit of like a oh we you know we're family now and it was was quite bitter about it mm. and she'd be like yeah obviously you've decided to not go on a honeymoon for a couple of months mainly because it's really cheap and just nothing for not like oh but we love you you've built a great yeah, house for my like, sister you like you could say that end, a bit you could say that a bit cheekily or just end it on blanks like that oh. and and just Everyone in the room was like, oh, okay, like, are you really firing barbs? You're not even, like, laughing it off with just, like, saying something really, really harsh and really blunt, but then having a wee nice little cupcake sweetener at the end? Yeah, yeah. Just say you, it. Could, you could say that and make it, like, cheeky, funny, like, but it sounds like she just had, like, a bit of a... Was just rant. was just speaking and... Sounds like she's not married. Sounds like she might have been a bit jealous. Yeah. Well, I don't think she was envious of her brother-in-law, by the sounds of it. Why would she be envious? He's marrying her sister. That's but I mean that'd be that'd be a completely other bloody psychological maybe, thing. To maybe he chose the sister. Maybe they'd had a fling. Who the sister? The sisters? No. Jeez, Mate, this sounds like this a, is going out of the gate. Who bloody stormed down the aisle when they said, "Does anyone object?" The uncle. And on a side note, the other day I saw someone else had just had a gender reveal, mm-hmm. and she cut into it. And you know, there's always the the age old saying, "I don't care what it is as long as it's a healthy baby." I thought it was as long as it's a boy, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's how I mean to Everyone knows what side they want. They, they've yeah. got a... Pre- whether you, Everyone's got a preference. Yeah, you always... It's not... It's a pretty monumentous moment in your life. Like, you want... You've got a favourite, yeah. no matter what. Um, and she posted it, and it was a boy that did their thing. And the next day, she had on her story saying, Everyone yesterday thought I was crying tears of joy... But I was actually crying tears because I really wanted a girl and I've got five brothers. Oh. So it was just like saying, I was actually genuinely disappointed. Yeah, it's like, you didn't need to say that. No. How do they do that with gender reveals? Do you go to... So what you do, do is... Do you go to a company quite, that I'm, does it? I'm quite accustomed with this now. Are you? you yeah. Um, <laughs> right, right, Mr. Fucking, Mr. Salabrante. Call me the stork. Um, <laughs> they, so you go and you get a scan, right, um, to find out with the gender. The, with the jelly. Yeah, with the jelly and the um, yeah, ultrasound little... machine. Yeah, and um, they give you an envelope mm-hmm. of what the gender is, so you can obviously open it at any time. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and you go and you give that envelope to the people that do these gender reveals, whether you and you uh, tell them what you want. So they open it and they bake it around. Like if it's a cake, you cut into it. If it's a balloon, you pop it, and it's got obviously the color in it. So they that's how they. Uh, there must have been some shock. The lady who actually created the gender reveal was on Talkback not that long ago, and she what was do saying. You mean? created it she was the officially the first one that made it a trend a party yeah because there's been deaths oh yeah gender reveal parties it's some like, people let off fireworks and they blow up and yeah. kill the dead have we talked about this already or is this was I, I, we were talking so. about this the other day anyway um she is she a kiwi no she was american yeah but she said she just hates it she said she could if she could take it back she would it's really? just gone into this huge storm of just like People just doing the most stupid, like someone dying for well, it. Well, how fuck's much? Sake? How like, much shit do you? Obviously, having a baby is a big deal, and it's very easy for us to talk about it because neither of us have any kids that we know of. And so you've got a gender reveal party, you have got a baby shower, yeah. You've got the birth, help me, <laughs> the conception. No, yeah. oh, sorry, but like, do you? Oh, sorry, I. Are you talking maybe, about? Do you need the gender thing, reveal do you and need, the baby do you shower? Need, yeah, do you need both? I thought you were just going to chip in with another. Well, sort of I, thing that people have. You were sort of looking at me and I was like, well, that's all I know the of. Birth? Yeah. I reckon we can make a new trend. What's that? The birthing party. So you all so you bring get, all your mates. So you get a stage. Now hear me out. You get a stage, you get your you get your warm ham and your buns and your coleslaw off to the side, obviously. Um, no pun intended with the warm ham. There's some sort of sexual thing to be made there. And you get the mum to be on the stage and you have a birthing party and everyone sits down and watches and enjoys a nice meal and maybe a drink is and any- then afterwards you all eat the placenta for dessert. Is there anything, I like the idea, hey I'm here for it, but is there anything <laughs> that you could put like in terms of texture and like ham, coleslaw and a bun while someone's giving birth, that's got to be, got to be right up there with some of the worst. Throw a bit of tomato sauce on there and you're away. Yeah, just don't have any clams there. No. It's a funny topic that we we're on about kids. We were talking earlier about parent-teacher interviews. P- Off air. PTIs. Yep. Yeah. R- report cards. Yeah, it's quite an interesting thing when you think back about it because we were saying it's a very cowardly act from teachers yep. to pretty much talk shit behind your back about you to your parents. Yeah. And they don't actually give you any sort of, like, you don't get to defend yourself. Yeah. What was your... Every year you've got the same thing on your PTI. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people call them that at all, but I assume some people do. Shortened it up. Yeah. And what would it say every year on your parent-teacher interview form? Um, has potential, distracts others. Mm. Just the age old from about yeah. 5 to 18. Yeah. Um, chestnut. The potential sort of seemed to diminish a lot more when it was under a bit of a microscope <laughs> at a private high school. Just, just distracts others. It was more like, he's a happy primary school kid that's hyperactive, so he loves sport, so... No one actually really cares that much about the curriculum when you're six, seven, eight years old because it's not like, maybe this will be a job prospect. It's like, he goes really well in PE, but he's hyper in the classroom. Whereas when you're hyperactive and you're sitting in like a maths exam at 17, yeah, it doesn't really go down that well with your uh, powers at B. No, and I guess his potential but distracts others sort of comes across as a bit of a like lovable rogue, like a bit of a, bit of a cheeky wee kid who's, just yep. a bit, who's actually really bright and maybe a bit misunderstood. But then you go through the ages and you're still up to that, and there's like, oh, he's actually just a bit of a prick. And I know, <laughs> not saying you, but you know, like it's like, oh yeah, distracts others. It's like, well, they're trying to learn. Well, I've developed, um, oh, as I've developed, I should say, and left school and knowing all these like things, I sort of know more what teachers get up to now. So I'm kind of like, yeah, some of these teachers love getting on the piss in the classroom, have loose nights. I've seen groups of teachers oh, yeah. and stuff. So it's like, 
how dare you come on Monday and say that I distract others when you're probably hung over in the classroom from a big weekend? I um. What was your go-to on, on the report card or in the interview? Mate, I was I was pretty similar to you actually. I was um, yeah, has potential. Um, was class n- clown n- thrown around? It was. It was um, likes attention, I yep. think, and also needs to apply. Yep. Needs to apply himself. I uh, was definitely thrown around Are a lot. Are these just terms they throw out to every... Like, do they just bracket they all the hyperactive kids? They probably just have five terms. Yeah. Like, freak is probably one, because every class has the freak in yep. class, like, I'm sure. And if you don't the have... The bogey, the glow stick eater. If you didn't have a freak in the class, it's you. Yeah. For starters. Yep. That, let's, just kid, make that, let's just make that abundantly clear. The kid who has twisty dust all on his fingers. Yeah. and That's another stereotype from... Pre- you know the twisties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, ra- and the, rations? The, uh, the dust on the fingers is like, number one, just gross me out. And I, would also... so yuck. I would bracket in the same thing as that. The kid that would put their socks on after a swim or after PE and not care that the heel was lined up on the top um, of the foot. That's operator. Would just put all it straight the, on. All the toes are just sticking up at a right angle. It's like, what's... What's going on? What's going on up there, mate? Yeah. All the... Do you know what really used to do my head in? So when we used to have a, we used to have a swimming pool, and I probably still did at my primary school, um, haven't been in it recently. I think I'd um, get a few pretty strange looks. But the, we, I used to get out 10 minutes early and go sunbathe. Okay. And Applying himself. And then, Applying sunblock, and the, I hope. In the changing rooms. In the changing rooms. Sunbathing in the changing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. that, that sounds never like moved. a man that really wanted to have a wee bit of alone time, <laughs> shall we say, before the class comes in. But go on. But there'd always be that kid that would get in the pool and just make it abundantly clear and just exclaimed to everyone that how warm it was. Yeah. So warm and it's like ten degrees. Like the teacher's literally smashing the ice off the top of a sledgehammer before everyone's going in. The other kids that grow up and end up saying that no food can be spicy enough. Yeah. They're the they're the, they're the real they're the real show offs. It's not even hot. Yeah. It's just or like, just I had forty beers you say, wasn't even pissed. Nah. Could drive, didn't even blow over, got pulled up, didn't even <laughs> the other tool, that, I had to drive the cops home. Yeah. <laughs> I had to drive the cops home. They were pissed. They, they, they go into life being the water cooler hero chat type bloke. Oh uh, eh? yeah. And there's there's heaps of them. But there's yeah, the, there are there are a few good stereotypes at primary. There's still. a kid that had the like the snotty nose. Oh, that would uh, just never wipe it. <laughs> teachers must see some gross shit, eh? Imagine primary you're a primary school, school teacher for like thirty years. You'd see it all way. Oh, you'd see. Did you ever have any uh, bodily issues? At, not bodily issues, but like you ever spew or shit or piss? No, I, don't it, think I was trying so. to put it. I was trying to put it non. Body issues. Yeah, I was a little bit, little bit chubby for my yeah. age. So what? Do you ever shit yourself, Nick? Um, you never no. shit yourself? No, Pissed? not. More my whole funny, adult funny, life. Funny tummy. <laughs> nah, never that bad. Because I was always... I remember one time I went on... I, I'm quite particular about toilets. Like, I don't... That's my one thing. Like, that's why I was actually very relieved when I went to the Abel Tasman is toilet facilities. Like, that's just a real... That's a real deal breaker for you me. Like nice if I go in. I do. And I like yeah. time on it. And, and you're I like, a king, yeah, mate. So I like you to deserve just, a good throw. Nothing spikes my anxiety more like a Dogecoin or a Bitcoin. Just climbing than when I'm just settling in and I'm not not completely underway and someone's just grabbing the door or they choose oh, to wait I hate it you can hear just people waiting because yeah, I, I know that I'm going to come out of here and it's going to absolutely honk for starters and you're going to be a young attractive girl yeah. out there waiting for the toilet that's just how it works but anyway the toilet um, and so school. I was obviously very particular so I used to just like go to school camp and not shit for like four days you're like Finch off American Pie yeah exactly yeah yeah 
Oh, oh that's it. Yeah. What about <laughs> yo? I, I assume that with you. Yeah, I assume with you asking that question that you had something for us. I'm the only one out of my siblings that have never pooed themselves at primary school. Is that, or, a, is that a disclaimer or, or either? In, or intermediate or high. Um, school or whilst? <laughs> Both? Yeah. Uh, I once vomited myself. I guess you, myself I guess vomited. Don't. I don't know you need to go yourself. No one like. You I think I've done it a few times actually. Eh? What from just your nerves? I sp- nah, I spewed my ring out. Sunstroke from your sunbathing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd had the little metallic cardboard sheen thing that reflects yeah. the rays into my eyes, and I just hadn't put my cucumbers over my lids properly. But no, I was in class. I was in year five, and I just stood up and just projectile vomited like all over the desk and all over the floor. And was there any coming back from that for you socially? I, I homeschooled. <laughs> from that moment I've, on. I've stayed in this little basement ever since. You must have been known as like the spew king, or no? Because you're not. You're not so young. That's young enough to not be. If you did it, at maybe like year nine, it'd probably be a yeah. bit more detrimental. First day of high school, that's going to go down. That's going to be trench coat for the rest of your trip. Isn't that'd it? be a shocker. But um, yeah, I remember the student teacher just like grabbed me. Just pretty much threw me out of the room, like outside, and just shut the door. I think she might have locked it. I don't know it's why. I think fault. she might have gone straight zombie apocalypse on me. And then just went to the sand pit and just grabbed like four massive buckets of sand and just dumped them on the desk and floor. Yeah, I feel and like, just kept teaching. I feel like you've triggered a memory in my thing where I feel like someone did it when I was. I guess I think sand it, absorbent. Yeah, they just put it over with um, newspaper, just covered it in newspaper. And just left it. I guess you kind of like. It's not like you can go and do, have like a big commercial clean because then you, I, I reckon teachers, for any teachers out there, please get in touch if this is the case. But this is just my spiel on it. Um, I think that they must have, like, be taught protocols at teachers' college to not like make the child feel isolated. Oh, yeah, or, that is yeah, rank. make a bigger deal of it. Like, just oh, you're so disgusting. I'm just gonna go get the bucket. I'm gonna make everyone watch me clean it up for two hours. Like, yeah, that's, that's more terrible. just like you know, it's more just like get it, just move on from it. Sand, yeah. right? Let's, especially with kids. Because kids would point and touch it like and eat it and yeah. like you know try to put it in little jars and take it home and keep it in the yeah, fridge and kids stuff. Are gross. Like kids are kids. rank, man. I would not want to be a teacher at all. It's a great profession for people that are. And I admire it. People need to do it, but I just every time I think, oh yeah, primary school, nah, just like gross and just like you can't really have that good a yarn with them. And it's like, oh maybe intermediate. It's like no, they're all cocky. And yeah. They're all sort of like not adults, and they all do that weird thing that people do that I did as well. You know when you're like 12 and you still look like a little kid, but you sort of put the real deep voice on? Yeah. Oi! Oi! Like, mate, when I was 12, I had a deeper... I was like <laughs> bloody baritone compared to what I am now. I was, and, like, I was like a bass. And you sort of with a... And I don't... Wake up, guys! Who's Barry White over here? Right? <laughs> yeah. And I can't, I can't speak for you, but what I would used to do in those days is perfect is sort of align myself with the, the naughtier kids yeah. so I thought I was real tough but I'd, I'd, and I'd start all the shit with the mouth and then just be like no do some more mate like what are you going to do miss like you yeah. know like, oh, just like freak. and the teacher's just like maybe we were freaks the teacher's just like I don't care yeah. like I don't give a shit like I'm just imagine, here to get paid but like fuck imagine if you're a teacher how the kids that you know I just said then the naughtier kids in the class imagine how minor even the naughtiest kids are. I'm sure there's some, like, teachers, some teachers up in, up 
and lower decile skulls and stuff get threatened and st- stabbed like and all like sorts of shit. On, like, Obviously, but imagine like, that you? like I remember the kid at school. I remember there was these kids at school that I oh, just like, I just can't. I just went home to mum and then I was like I just can't believe he said fuck fuck in the classroom. Like, <laughs> start, what was he thinking? You know, like, he said fuck and the young Nick Taylor started crying. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm just like he's going to prison. He's going to prison for sure. Mummy swore at him. I remember we had this kid who. I think he was just had just a horrendous amount of energy. Right. Just was just this absolute just, he was like the Tasmanian devil in a classroom just flying around and we had um shout out to Miss Buchanan, you would have known her from Cobham, and she was great, honestly, like you said earlier that some of the strictest teachers were the best. Yeah. One of the best teachers I've Rule ever with had. an iron fist day, yep, but but super fair and actually lovely lady. But he was obviously the super hectic kid who just had all this energy and shit. And she they were like, Right, we'll send him to her class. Yeah. She's like, she's she, no if someone can whip, her, whip him into shape, it's him, her, sorry. Um, and we went out for PE that day, and this new kid had come into the class, and he was just full noise, just like running around and all this shit. And the teacher's just like, right, he's obviously got a lot of energy. We just, everyone just ignore him. Everyone just ignore him. And that just, that can work when it's like a boisterous dog, but not when it's like a super ADHD kid. Yeah. And this kid came up and just started shouting and running around and just had all this energy. And everyone ignored him and then just ran up behind him, like small, everyone's standing in a big circle and the teacher's explaining a game. And he's just run up behind the smallest guy in the class and just grabbed him around the ankles and just picked him up and spear tackled him and just put him in a neck brace. And he was just like, are we and, still supposed to be ignoring him? And like, he's just what, like, like, I'm just, scared, just, I'm just really killed, scared. He's always just killed this guy. He's in our class for the year, eh? Man, it's super entertaining. I feel like that probably would have been right around the time I, there's probably been a big shift in the last four to five years with like bullying and that was mental different. illness and that yeah. sort of thing. Like I don't, I feel like that would be probably discouraged as a technique now. Just ignoring the kid, you'd have to probably oh, sit yeah. down and discuss with it. Yeah, like, yeah. So that would even, I thought you meant as um, discouraged as a technique, and I was like, mate, spear tackles haven't been allowed for years. There's red card that's straight off now. That's straight five off. weeks on the sidelines. Yeah, but um, yeah, I agree. You know what though. I mean? And so imagine how much harder that must be from a teaching perspective. Oh, let's have it. Let, Whereas you just want to sit them down and be like, right, you little shit, and just, yeah. like, chew them. But you must have that compassion as well to be, like, to see signs to be like, this kid's acting like this because he obviously has no food at home or no, yeah. you know. Well, he, had, he definitely had enough energy. I think he had enough food. Yeah, obviously. He was a small leader. He obviously had a Barbie or something. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, that'd be, it'd be like, right, let's, let's chat about this. Yeah, why are you feeling like this? It's like, because I'm... Absolutely nuts. Because I'm a naughty little Nick Taylor. Because I'm hyperactive. <laughs> yeah, because I just wanted to put a huge shot on poor old Ben. Oh, mate, honestly, you could have seen this hoodie put on him. It was so huge. So you gave him a bloody hopawadi <laughs> flying elbow away. I love everyone just being like, are we ignoring him? Like, what do we do? Like, am I next? Like, everyone's no checking at this size. But right before it happened, I just heard Here Comes the Boom by Nelly come on, eh? And then just <laughs> you did. Boom, huge shot. Would it make a compilation? Um, clips on YouTube. It's actually in the middle of the um, grainy Steve the Hitman Matt Eyes compilation. The, the, the Sunny Bill Bulldogs videos <laughs> yeah, where it's nice. on like it's got like twenty pixels on the screen. Good, good sport knowledge from you there. Yeah, cheers, mate. Don't mind that. I do, I do watch big hit videos quite a bit, eh? Yeah. And that's, that's about as far as I go when it comes to rugby chat. Yeah. I just know the big hitters, and then they're like, oh, do you watch the games? Like. I remember a mate of mine saying that he wishes that we he, before he went out to play rugby, they could have just put those clips up in the changing rooms on a big screen. <laughs> just get him so fired up before a game. But then you'd play so poorly because you'd just be looking for that. 
you just get sent off. Yeah. Like, if you're out there looking for trouble, you'll find it. And no doubt there's going to be some people on the other team who are going to be putting some big shots on you. Remind me before we go to show you Adrian Morley versus Robbie Coons playing for the Kangaroos who gets sent off after five seconds. It's a great club. But for, yeah, anyone out there wants to look up something pretty, pretty mongrel, that's your club. Shocker? Shocker. Or stunner? No. Great segue from me, eh? Both. It's completely, huh? I'm I'm going double stunner this week. Double stunner. No time. No time for rainy days when it's been. When Stone it's been Cold late. did once double stunner in a handy a few handicap matches. So, yeah. No, go. no. I'm um I'm going double stunner this week because the weather's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, off on holiday next week. So um, that's it. All right. So my yeah. No, no, just kidding. No, no. Go on, please. Is that your stunners? No. Oh no, you. But no, you play, interrupted no, play, me. Please. Allow by me, all means. Allow me to speak. By all means, I insist. Okay, we sound like the drunks at the 21st again. <laughs> um, I mentioned last week that I was going ziplining. Yep. And I got up there, and they sort of, you do four, right? A couple of smaller ones at the start, and then Easy you go into the big dogs. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got up there, and I did this first first couple of ones, and I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, sweet. And then we're standing up on the edge of the highest one in New Zealand, 150 high? metres high. Oh, that's high. And you're going straight across How this far? valley. Um, it's 1.3k. That one. That one, yep. How fast? 90k. So it's yeah. almost as fast as the Superman ride. Oh, shut up about that Superman ride. <laughs> God's sake. Movie World will be selling out with the amount of free promo we're giving that goddamn Superman ride. Anyway, I got up there and I was just like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I don't really want to do this. You and, stack it. But no, shit, no, because there was two young kids that were obviously super up for it. So I was like, there's no way to do it. But the thing that I realised is, you can't really back out because nah. the people that were running it, shout out to um, Emerson, he was the man up there. Emerson's cool name. Um, he, they zipline as well and you've got to carry, you carry your little oh. briefcase thing that you slap onto the line. So it's like, it's way away from anything. So it's like, if someone backs out, everyone buggers off to the next one down the line. So you, you just sort of have to do this huge lap and walk walk it back down, which you couldn't because oh, there's, right. there's not really track. So I guess they, I asked them actually, I said, has anyone ever got up here and Just ripped it and said, no, nah, I'm not doing it. And they said one person, they had to get like some like all-terrain four-wheel drive up there oh mate and it's just like it just ruined everyone else's days because you've just got to do the admin of that because you can't just leave that person up there with the actual zip lining pack and leave them unattended because if everyone buggers off and you've got the little pack you could be like oh well I'm just going to have a go at it now and try and rig it up yourself or yeah um but, so I ended <laughs> up, bring it up. You chuck, you take your leather belt off and chuck it over the top. Eh? I ended up doing it. Um, I took my hands off once. Was it good? Like dangling, like oh, opening. Yeah. yeah. And it was nah, wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Shit, I wasn't ready for that. Um, but great views, perfect day. You said you were worried about dragging. Yeah. Elaborate on that. So I thought um a, a few of my funnier mates said that um I was probably going to be sagging the wire, you know, do a free, free bit of arboristing for the for the forest as if it needed it up there Scret- after the fires. Scratching the tummy on the top of the pine trees. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just taking out pine cones to the rectum. No, no. So th- I can confirm, yes, Sam, it held my weight just fine, just fine. Um, but the, so went down there, had got a real thirst up. Oh, yeah. It was about a 25 degree day, and oh, you're going yeah. down there, and you can imagine the cop mouth at 90k dry, dried dry. out. So Nerds we as well. So after it went down, and found a nice little watering hole in Kashmir after, and got a pie uh, roast and a pint for 20 bucks. So not bad. It was a great day. Brickworks? Was. Great call. Yeah. Great call. Nice. Yeah, great little spot there. So can highly recommend doing it again. Um, if I had to give anyone advice, do all three. Uh, do all four. Might as well. They said some people get up there and do, there's only one you can do as the one, the, yep. and that's the fastest one in New Zealand. So mm. you've got the highest one, you've got the fastest. Jesus. And um, 
they said it's a bit of a baptism of fire for people because you go up there and straight it's like, into holy it. shit this is a big one yeah um and then it's done yeah so you pay yeah so if you're considering it do it it's interesting you said about like backing out and like what do you do because i mean i've never done the zip line but i remember when i was doing bungee down in queenstown doing that nevis one and there was this little girl before me who would have been like 11 mm. i don't know just family was over from overseas and came over here for a holiday it just begged them to do it obviously, and just i want to do it i want to do it and you don't if you go up and pay for the bungee you don't get your money back if you pussy out but you can go back and the I think the following day, that day or the following day or maybe even the day after, like a bit of a if, voucher, if you, if yeah. you get, your, get your nerves up, or someone else can do it. And a friend of mine actually worked for the bungee company and he was one of the harnesses. And he was saying that he gets it so much where these little kids are like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then, you know, the mum's like, yeah, it'd be a great experience. And they get in the dad's, for, or the, pe- the family's forked out. I'm not saying there's one parent that holds all the money. Yeah, could be a stay-at-home dad. The mum could have shouted. The dad know. could have been up for it. Anyway. In this situation, though, um, the dad was the culprit, and she gets up there and she starts shitting herself. The thing's like 220 metres high or something. It's yeah. just like so... And you're just jumping. And, and, so, you're, and, you're, and you're, you're, you are there and you have to jump. And To go back to the kid thing, at that age you can either have kids that are full of confidence and just would do it because they just love the rush or be the complete opposite. Oh, like, Talking a big game like us and, and the just, low low voice, you will do the bungee. Yeah. What do you mean, boys? Yeah, yeah mate. And then bloody pint, pint and a pint at the brickworks afterwards. And it's like, you're 11. Shut yeah, up. Shut up, mate. Get some fucking... So did she do it? So she didn't do it and the dad is there just like, do it! Like, you jump, you jump. And my mate's like, honestly, man, like, we get this all the time where, like, the kettle... Sh- or the, even, like, the... Like the it's not. He said it's normally the dads. Just like we've paid for it. You're doing it. You're doing it. And he just said he, he just turns around. He's like, look, like what's going to be more traumatizing for your kid? Jumping off, um, not jumping off here and being embarrassed, or jumping off because your dad's shouting at you to jump off a bridge. And also, you as know, well, like, it's scar. That's like mentally scarring. I wonder if he goes to them be to be like, well, you didn't pay for it. Is it yeah, free yeah. then? You know, if yeah. you spoke out about that. But do they sort of give you a little bit of a a nudge anyway? Don't they? Um, I sort of think they look for. So obviously, if you're like clinging on and like being like, no, no, I'm not doing they're shaking. Stomping your head. On, they're stomping on your fingers. But like if you're, you're on, if you're on the edge and you're like, oh, like knees are shaking and you're like a little bit nervous, they maybe just be like, right, three, two, one, bungee, and just guide you off. They sort of do, yeah, yeah. They sort of do, especially if you've got your arms out and like. Like if you're wanting to do it, but you're just like, oh my god, it's so high, like blah, blah, blah. Whereas like if you're I mean, like if you get up there and you're just clinging to it, being like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm when, not doing it. I'm not doing it. When we did that, we were doing a for mill, so we went on this like free tour for for hostel managers and. The first night, we were they like put on a bar tab and stuff, and it was all like these people. They were all they were all good. They weren't too like leery or anything. And I was like, mean bar tab, just let's rip into it, huh? Yeah, 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 and just got super stuck into the, the beers, and um, ended managers. up meeting this British guy <laughs> as one. Well. Super stuck into the hostel managers. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed that too. Um, Met this dude who was also on it who turned up later and he was just like a real lad. The dude that worked for the bungee company and stuff. And we just stayed up just pissing up. Around. You know in Queenstown you can just oh, it's so go good. and you're on the bloody mechanical bullet bloody 9am with a mojito in your hand. And we just got back at like 5.30 and before the um, organiser had left and up, well, we've got a bit of a surprise for you tomorrow. And we were just like, oh, as long as it's not the bungee. Bungee. 8am. I'm just, hadn't slept a wink, just... Haggard. Full up to my brim with rum and coke, pissing down with rain. It would have been June, last, July last year. Middle of winter. No, yeah, sorry, year before. So winter, and I, I just jumped. wouldn't be much of a familiar down there last year. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I had to do my bungee myself, but um, that oh, was cool, but shit. 
I thought shit myself. That I what I'm I've sort of like got it. myself to be doing is whenever I do something like that in New Zealand, I'm like these tourism operators take every precaution here. You know, safety is so high up their agenda level of um of just yeah keeping everyone under control up in the uh, up in the bungee. So you are in good hands, but still, I don't think I'd ever do a bungee. No, they're good, mate. I think, I, get, I think I get too much of a headache. I get a bit dizzy when I spin too much and things like that. You don't so, spin. But just like the... Blow my, blow my eyes out. Well, your might, eyes pop out. Might you need can a see them in front of you somehow. Need, need a bucket of sand at the bottom. <laughs> just fill the shot over river with bomb art. I don't have a stunner. You don't? Nah. Do you want to share mine? No. We can share mine for the 20th. <laughs> um, I was cleaning up at home the other day and found $25 worth of casino chips. So it, it actually... That what that's going to be is that's going to be on the the scales of maybe a stunner, maybe a shocker, if they're still valid. Two thousand and thirteen. Orange light, an orange light. Yep. So maybe we can share that. Twelve fifty each. Yep. We'll go down after this and we'll put it on a certain number on roulette and ship them out of a great day if we go good. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll say no, these aren't valid, and then we're done. Yeah. Won't your foot in there. Well, we'll be we'll be keeping them. I've got a shocker though. What is it? Well, I just don't have a stunner because I just couldn't. I've had a bit of a. No, I want to I've hear a, your uh, excuses. Go on with your shocker. <laughs> So you might remember last week I was talking about animals being tried in court yes. in medieval times. I did a bit more research okay. that night. Because that was such a mouth-watering topic. It was. There's been a monkey in India who was owned by like a sort of a dodgy sort of guy, maybe like a bit of a, a bit of a crime boss or something. And this guy used to feed this monkey alcohol. Right. He thought it was a bit of a party trick. And this... Uh, crime boss has since passed away and the monkey has running the gang no the monkey became like a belligerent alcoholic okay and started robbing shops trying to steal alcohol and attacking humans apparently almost killed one somehow I'd imagine those like things a little shred ca- you little capuchin monkey or whatever those things they would go shred you they would go nuts and they'd be you have good body to weight ratio when we went on a boat ride in Belize they would just casually be like oh yeah there's monkeys in those trees over there just hold a banana up and they said, but whatever you do, do not pull it away. Like, if, if it comes down the tree to get the monkey off you and you pull it away, it'll just jump and just shred your arm. Yeah. I've seen, um, I saw a lady get, like, fully bitten on the neck by a monkey in Thailand. Oh, we wouldn't go she, near them. We're at this place and they said, like... Actually, I did. I went to Monkey Hill. Like, you just lie. talked about feeding them with your hands. And they're like, don't take any food and no bananas and absolutely no peanuts. <laughs> they just go nuts for the peanuts. They just go absolutely bananas yeah when i went to monkey hill it's so overwhelming because they were selling you bananas when you walk up there it's, it's not it's not even like a sanctuary or anything there's not any guards it's just like an area where you go up and they jump on you and, and like you get one banana out and you look around and there's so many of them around and it's like they're all kind of like feral with like their asses hanging out uh, and, shit. All and it's just, prolapse I, just, I just ended up just being like oh just throw the bananas away and just let them have it because i was just like there's so Ran many of, of and they'd all be coming down from the trees but there was like one gang bash, yeah. There was one security guard there, like on a <laughs> motorbike. What's he gonna do? And he just honestly, bro, he just walked up the hill towards the monkeys. Like when he went out, when he was like saying like time to go or whatever, he was just like some like warden of the state, wasn't? And he'd walk down, and the monkeys were so scared of him. Really? Like he'd walk up the hill, and I was like, what the hell has this guy done to these monkeys? Yeah, like, what's he? They just whipped them or something because they were all just like. <laughs> scuttling back into the trees oh, whenever they saw him just and just, booting them or yeah fuck if yeah. they're that scared and they know who he is yeah as soon as he got off his bike they just all just old, scuttered they'd see old sunburnt tails in the corner with my, leathered, with my wide brim short uh, my wide brimmed hat on and my leathered, elephant pants leathered and sunblock just <laughs> yeah. pink as anything of a newly infected bloody 
tattoo on the shoulder or something. Yeah, and they just saw me as slim pickings. This monkey has been sentenced to 250 years solitary confinement. That's so cruel. Yeah. Kill it. Horrendous. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to do that, 250, who's keeping that thing? I don't know. Well, maybe it'll live that long. I don't think so. They're not. It's not a turtle. Oh, yeah. Do monkeys live that long? No. The average oh, life expectancy of Edinburgh. The average life expectancy of a monkey is 80 to 90 years. Is it? No, I don't know. I just made that up. But it sounds about right. No, it doesn't. It's so old. Is it? No, yes. Looks like a human. It's a 90-year-old monkey. Yeah. OG. <laughs> It'd be a rank unit. <laughs> Imagine the state of his ass. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very, very prolapsed. <laughs> got anything else to touch on this week? I've actually got saying I've, I've got saying that I was surprised wasn't your shocker. What's that? Your lack of commitment to the TikTok oh, challenge. Oh, I just haven't got round to it Scores yet. Scores updated. Sam, zero videos posted, zero follows, zero views, zero likes. And just a wee update for old Tailsman. Monday's coming around and you've got a busy weekend, so I'd get cracking. Yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah. It's the busiest on the, on the calendar. Update <laughs> for Nick. He's got three videos sitting over 800 views, 55 follows and 212 likes. So Cool. You're well, paid for your followers or something. Well, no. I Mate, I forgot about it. I and thought you were going to remind me. You only let the guests down when you do that. Well, mate, just don't worry about it. No, hey, I'm not. I'm just giving you the heads up. So why are you naming and shaming me on air? I'm not, because I just want you to get that brand. What brand? The brand we agreed on last week. Oh. The Tom Tape. Yep. Yeah, I know. See? <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah, I know. You forgot about a lot of things. So maybe you do your research and you listen to your tongue. Because I'm, I've got a... Um, I've got a... No, you're not allowed to promote your TikTok. No, 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 I'm not. To, uh, to I've got a, I've we've got, got a, tens of fans listening to this, I've mate. got a blacksmith over in Fairy Mead that's doing a huge cast on N that's going to go over your entire back like a mongrel mob patch. And I'm going to put it on with a huge tent post. Yeah. So, we'll look forward to that. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll welcome it. Branded myself with a lighter and a bottle cap and a cool. Apply, you know, <laughs> this is going to hurt a lot more. We said it was going to be the size of a pinky nail. We didn't say Pinky now. That was never said. We'll go back and we'll hear the footage from last week. No, it's gone. <laughs> All of a sudden, the computer just started to not play out. It's one of the lost tapes. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in for our 20th episode. As always, you got anything yeah. else to touch on before we go? No, we just uh, appreciate the uh, the ongoing support from everyone. And yeah, hopefully 20 more. Maybe even more than 20 more. 20 more and than 21st that? is next week. Wow. 21st episode. We'll have a yardy race. <laughs> we have to do a few speeches. Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to those speeches after last week. All righty. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Bye.